guys, before we get into today's episode, I wanna take a moment and talk about our sponsor, Phosphor AI. This is for anyone who writes online content for blogs or websites or even for social media. Let's be real, content creation can be super time consuming. And in today's day, it is very important that your copywriting be clear and also engaging. That's why Phosphor AI is a absolute lifesaver. Now you can publish content really fast with AI generated articles and blog posts. Simply type in your title and AI software will work at writing a high quality original article just for you. All you have to do is review the article and make any edits or changes you deem necessary before publishing. Sign up today and get three free articles so you can try out Phosphor AI and see how it works for you. Their pricing is super reasonable for the quality of content you're actually getting. Just visit phosphorai.com and sign up and begin saving time on your content creation today. Hey guys, welcome back. Let's talk about covert narcissism this week. We're gonna talk about phrases that this person will tend to use on you. And we're gonna talk about covert narcissism because I think sometimes we, I don't wanna say get it twisted, but there is a very limited view on covert narcissism. And I think you can be a little bit overt and a little bit covert at times. Traditionally, I think when we hear covert narcissism, we tend to think of a victim person what was me, everything happens to me, and it's harder to spot because when we do think of narcissism, we tend to think of a more overt person, very grandioso, very larger than life, uh, you know, loves being social and charming and like all of those things. But for someone who's covert, they can tend to show these tendencies of being harmless, being loving, being friendly, and being humbled because what they're doing is they're playing a character. So all these things will kind of point towards this person being a catch or a great person. So it's it's obvious sometimes to spot that very like egotistical, larger than life personality, which we tend to kind of like shy away from, although some people don't. Um, or we tend to see this like a little bit more quieter or maybe sometimes they're a little over, but other times they can be or seem very like humble down to earth kind and loving. Now the problem is is that over time with both personalities, but more so with someone who is covert or has a tendency to go in that kind of direction, you're going to see these new traits start to come out. But because you have been breaded or in the beginning you really saw this type of person, this humble, this loving, this kind person that's a giver perhaps at times, you believe that this person's actually good and that this is their real character. But over time, you're gonna start to see stranger behaviors start to come out. And what you're witnessing is really the starts of narcissistic abuse. And what you're witnessing is that this character and the mask starting to come off where they're starting to really show their true colors because everyone can always be on their best behavior during the early stages of dating. But while you are dating, or perhaps even in the early stages of a committed relationship, depending on how fast you go through that dating process, you're still getting to know a person. You haven't fully been exposed to their true character. Now your character is going to be determined by a couple of things. It's going to be determined by your upbringing, and it's going to be determined by um, the wounds that you still carry inside of you, whether or not they're healed or not. 
So a person can do something really hurtful and be malicious if they are hurting inside. So when we talk about the character of a person, I want you to understand that this isn't their true nature. Their character is how they were breeded, how, how the breeding was done early on and throughout the course of their young adulthood or even into adulthood that causes them to be the way that they are, which ultimately shows their character. You can change your character if you want to actually acknowledge that there are things about your character that you don't like, but you have to be able to take accountability and responsibility for those things and then you actually have to do the work. So most people don't want to do that. And that's why someone can do something really hurtful or be vindictive or be nasty or be emotionally abusive or use manipulation or use all of these different things on another person in a relationship because really and truly they're actually just hurting inside. They're not healthy, they're not able to fill themselves up, they're not able to take responsibility for how they feel and learning what to do with how they feel so they don't inflict pain on another person. Now, since you're probably unaware, or at least you were unaware, that you were dealing with this kind of like psychological abuse, essentially emotional abuse, then what happens nine times out of 10, 99.9% .9 of the time is the victim is going to go within. So most people tend to start blaming themselves for the treatment that they're now receiving because when the changes in a person are dramatic, sometimes it goes from one extreme to the next, or sometimes maybe it doesn't, and it's just something that gradually happens over time, you're so unsure, you, you so don't understand what's actually going on that it kind of like confuses the brain and this is what we call cognitive dissonance. You don't really understand what's happening, you don't really understand the type of relationship that you're in, and so you kind of unknowingly are in this cycle of abuse with this person going around and around for possibly years. So because this trauma is something that you don't know how to process and handle and deal with, you automatically just try to start changing yourself because again, the blame always starts with blaming me because you have control over yourself, you don't have control of the other person. And this is really what you're thinking unconsciously, that if I work on me or if I change me, then I'll get that version back of that person that I once had. That's why educating yourself on trauma narcissistic abuse, emotional abuse, that, that's why this is so incredibly important because if you are not educated and you don't know at least even what it looks like, then when it's, it's one thing to know what it looks like, it's another thing to be able to spot it in real time when you are emotionally in a relationship with another person. So your ability to see it actually happening in front of you that takes a lot of practice. So one thing is we have to educate ourselves and then the next thing we have to be super mindful of our own selves and how we feel when we are in interactions with other people so we can take responsibility for ourselves, and then be able to slowly start spotting really patterns within a person because abuse is easy to spot because most people will use one or two or three of the same tactics over and over again. So you'll see the same cycles happening constantly if you just kind of slow down and look for them. Now, a covert narcissist is really going to use kind of like one or two tactics. They're always going to use manipulation because the manipulation is going to help them to come out looking like the victim or they're going to use that manipulation to kind of be passive or aggressive with you on something that they want you to change. 
Now you changing isn't about playing nice in the sandbox. It's not about right or wrong. It's not about being fair. It's just about what this person wants because all narcissists really seek control and they seek it obviously outside of themselves. So the job and the person and the this, all of these things need to look and feel the way I want them to. These extensions of myself need to look and feel the way I want them to so I feel validated, so I feel enough. So these things fill me up inside. So the manipulation is really just their way of trying to maneuver these things around to fit the way they want it to fit in their life. So they're not really as witty and as charismatic as other forms of narcissism. So they have to use other ways of getting supply, of getting really how they wanna feel in this relationship. So whether it's good supply, bad supply, negative, positive feedback, um, looking at me as if I'm the victim or looking at me as if I'm the hero, it's all things that are going to help to fill up this like low sense of self and this low self-esteem. So being kind of like passive aggressive while also playing the victim is really kind of like where this person loves to play. So they may not be like very, vindictively hurtful whereas like other forms of personalities will be just downright cruel they might kind of like just jab you a little bit with these like passive-aggressive comments and to just to start kind of like chipping away at you now the more you allow someone to chip away at you hey guys before we continue on with today's episode are you looking for a natural way to feel better on a daily basis then hello canna was made for you canna is a biotanical from south africa that is quickly gaining popularity as a powerful all-natural mood enhancer that actually works as a relatively new product category in the u.s there are only a handful of brands actually out there that offer canna products and one of the absolute best is hello canna Hello Canna offers a selection of high quality Canna supplements that are infused with nootropics and vitamins for enhanced support. Hello Happy is here to give you that mood boost while Hello Focus will help you to stay productive. There's even a Hello Calm to help you unwind and de-stress. All Hello Canna products are third-party lab tested and are made to deliver the highest level of satisfaction. Learn all about Hello Canna and order online today at hellocanna.com. The more you are giving ultimately your power to another person because you as well have to feel good inside. You have to have self-esteem. So if you are allowing someone to chip away at you, then your sense of self is being determined by this other person. So you need this person to say things and do things in order for you to feel good about yourself. If you are a person that is easily manipulated and can be easily, someone can easily gaslight you, then you don't really, you haven't practiced honing your sense of self and trusting your intuition and knowing who you are and knowing what you think and knowing how you feel. That takes a really healthy, strong, confident person to be able to kind of like stand tall and not let someone manipulate you into thinking something different than you do than what you just innately think and feel. Passive aggressive behavior allows that kind of abuser to feel all of those things that they're feeling, which is anger because I'm not getting my way or I'm not able to control you. And instead of being a little vindictive and nasty about it, which is just black and white, if someone's gonna be downright cruel, that is black and white. Whereas this kind of tactic is a little bit more sneaky, is passive aggressive, and sometimes when you're dealing with someone who's passive aggressive, they can easily just move right into being into gaslighting you. 
Now, the dangerous part of this is that if the victim, which most likely they are, is going to struggle, struggle with low self-esteem themselves and probably codependency, then the chipping away is going to work. And since they're already living in codependency, they don't have a good sense of self, which means that everything you're going to say or the jabs you're going to throw and the phrases that you're going to say are actually going to affect me. Now, I wanna make sure that I kinda of highlight this because I don't want to talk about these phrases and things that this person will use on you and make you feel like it's so easy to always just rise above it you are still a human being and you're not going to be strong 24 hours a day especially if you have to deal with this person on a continuous on a continuous basis so it is hard at times to just stand there and take and take it and not ever feel affected by it so i don't want you to feel like you should be able to just hear these things and be super strong and rise above it but i do want you to hear these things and start to see within your own relationship with this toxic person whether or not number one they say these things and number two getting you to see what's really going on rather than letting this person have any kind of effect on how you feel about yourself and the situation at hand so let's talk about some kind of like victim statements so a victim statement from someone who is covertly narcissistic will sound something like this don't worry about it i'll take care of it no one usually helps me anyway so it's fine i would do it for you i would do it for you is always coming from a victim and it is one of the biggest signs of manipulation one of the best victim statements is this always happens to me Life isn't fair, I've always had it hard, this has always happened to me time and time again. So here's the thing, if you're codependent, when you hear this, or not even codependent, really, someone who's an empath, if you hear this, your heart is going to, on some level, naturally just break because you want to help and you don't want to see someone suffering. Now, the healthy person will, or the person that's trying to heal from codependency is going to be able to hear these things and understand that their problems or how they feel are not your problems and you're going to have to learn how to create like a healthy wall in front of you so you can detach from really what you should be concerned about that doesn't involve you that does affect you versus someone who is playing a victim and you coming in and saving the day or changing or altering yourself is not going to help the situation if anything it's just going to continuously prove to the abuser that when I do these things, this person changes or eventually I get my way. Now, playing a victim is a space that most covert narcissists love to live in, but at some point, if that is no longer working because perhaps you're educating yourself, you're getting healthier and you, you start to see what's really going on and you start to create some boundaries and that's really going to obviously upset this person, now you're going to get more nasty treatment. Their words are going to be a little bit more aggressive. So this might be them trying to like butter you up or trying to get or trying to boost you up a little bit that way you'll kind of like come to me because you like how this makes you feel when I say these things and I do these things and the minute you kind of come over I'm going to cut you again they could become more moody more hostile with you they could start to lose their patience with you because again they're not getting what they want now whatever they do whether it's like a mood swing being hostile poking fun of, at you whatever the comments that are made it really all it comes down to this how are you going to respond to this 
How are you going to respond when someone's saying you're too sensitive? It's not a big deal. You act like a baby. I was just joking. You get upset over everything. You're imagining these things. Why are you so defensive all the time? You're the only one that doesn't understand me. I don't have this problem with anyone else. You're crazy. It's all in your head. So now how you respond to any of those phrases is going to obviously determine whether or not you become a good source of narcissistic supply in a negative way, where you become now this person's emotional punching bag. So the healthy way to always approach this person is to hear what they're saying and not take offense to it. So no matter what they're saying and, what, and no matter what way they're trying to cut you down, you cannot take what they're saying personally. I know that that's hard to do at times, especially when it's coming from someone who you would never in a million years would ever think could try to cut you in this way, but you have to be able to see patterns and you have to be able to see the manipulation, the gaslighting, and the tantrum that's really going on. One of the biggest things when you're dealing with someone who's narcissistic is educating yourself, knowing the patterns that this person is going to give you and expecting it when you are having interactions with them. Stop fantasizing the relationship like they're actually going to do the right thing going forward see the patterns, expect the patterns, learn how to create boundaries because you will ultimately begin to teach this person whether you have to deal with them, whether you can just say peace out to them and never see them again, whether it is a family member, someone you're co-parenting with, it doesn't matter. It is all about consistent boundaries and the way you're going to respond to their forms of you know, manipulation or abuse. That will ultimately allow you to have a semi somewhat decent relationship with this person because over time, like any bully, the more you just hold your ground and are consistent with who you are, they are going to have to adapt. Everyone has to adapt. So the hardest part is not them adapting because they'll learn how to do that. It's going to be you being consistent with your approach with them when they do these things. So whether it is just only answering questions or saying things that are just like straight to the point and that's it, we're not getting too emotionally involved. It's understanding what are patterns and is this something that this person continuously does. It's accepting that this person has a personality disorder, whether it is borderline, whether it is narcissism, whatever it is, that this person is not well, this person does not like to own it and take responsibility and accountability for themselves and when they don't get their way or they feel uncomfortable, they throw it at me. So when you see these things and they start to throw it at you, don't take the bait. So I really hope that this video has helped you. I hope it has given you some really great insight on covert narcissism, uh, phrases that they like to use, and how you can approach this person when in fact they do use these phrases on you. Hope you have enjoyed, and I'll see you next week.